We prayed for chicken, and God just made more chicken for us. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Heidi Baker. And Heidi is an amazing woman who works with a ministry called Iris Global. And she travels the world, but mainly is in Mozambique. And she just sees miracles after miracles, people being healed and set free and deaf ears open, people being raised from the dead. It's just amazing what God can do. And so, you know, she's here um, on an interview with Terry Musin from the 700 Club, just sharing about her stories and about her book and just how great God is and how much he loves us. Here's Heidi. Heidi Baker is the co-founder of Iris Ministries, and she's also written a brand new book called Compelled by Love. And Heidi, we welcome you back to the 700 Club. It's wonderful to have you here. Thanks. You made a pretty strong statement about your ministry in Mozambique. You said, if God does not show up, we are dead. What do you mean by that? We need him 24 hours a day. Um, he, he has to be there. He's our everything. There's no backup plan. Mm-hmm. Um, if God doesn't show up, we're dead. We have to have his presence. We have to have miracles to survive. Speaking of miracles, you have in your ministry, I understand, seen more than 100 people raised from the dead. That's an <laughs> incredible resurrection power move by God. What why do you think that's happening? Well, first of all, the people that pray for those who are dead are little bush pastors. They don't have any posters. They don't have mm. any, any media. They're little uh, men and women in dirt in, in little huts, and they just take babies, and they'll keep them three days at a time praying. They don't eat or drink. They'll just rock them and pray for them, mm. and some of them get up. And it brings a whole village wow. to Jesus. So you it's have- been a powerful thing. It's humility. And that's really what God says is so significant in our walk with Him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do we struggle with that more in the Western world? Perhaps. Be honest. <laughs> Perhaps. Be honest. Just maybe a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes people would like to yeah. be seen, and yeah. it seems the hidden ones, uh, the hidden ones that are laid low before Him, He feels free to pour His power through them. Talk a little bit about, I, I want to go back to miracles for a second if we can. You had a Christmas party that you gave mm-hmm. one year in Mozambique that God really showed up for. Share that story. Oh, uh, <laughs> we've had a few Christmas parties. <laughs> I bet you have over the are years. Are you talking about the chicken one, the, uh, the chicken party? Share that one. Okay. That's... Well, we had, um, we like to invite the poor, crippled, blind, and lame for our parties. And we were having a big Christmas feast, and the alcoholics come, the drug addicts, and the prostitutes, and they all come, and we didn't have enough chicken. And, and uh, some Westerner counted. Some people are supposed to count. So he counted, <laughs> and he looked at me, Mama Ida, how many people did you? Invite. And I said, I invited everybody. I read the book. You know, I, I just did. <laughs> so ever will. Yes. And, he, and the cook came out and said, too many people and we're cooking fish. And I said, they want chicken. So we prayed for chicken and everybody ate chicken. Everybody in the bags and bags of chicken were taken home by no the cooks. Way. And it's documented because mercifully, somebody counted wow. and uh, God just made more chicken for us whether it flew in. That's not it an did. unusual occurrence for you in no, Mozambique. I mean, you've seen have. that happen in many ways. 
even totally creative ways. I was thinking about the Christmas story where the girls, you were passing out the gifts. The beads. The beads. Oh, yeah, that was wild. And That's another time. See, we have a lot of stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember studying theology, systematic theology at King's, and uh, a theologian said, God's not Santa Claus. And I thought, no, he's not. He's really not. He's much better. <laughs> he's much better than Santa Claus. And so I just, we all like to give out gifts. Um, we, we have 7,000 kids in our care now. So we have a lot of children, plus a lot more in daycare. And so this was a lot of kids at the time. There were over 1,000 at this one gathering, and we didn't have enough toys. And I, I thought, well, can even the Western world hear this story? I don't know if some yeah. people would even believe it. It breaks your box. But I, I looked into the eyes of the little girls, and I said, what do you want? And a psychiatrist said, there's stuffed dogs in the bag. I said, well, I don't think they want stuffed dogs. Mm -hmm. And I said to the girls, what is it you want? And they said, we want beads, Mama. And then I told my friend to look in the bag. It was a garbage bag because often, you know, we just look in the garbage bag and we have to look into the yes. eyes of Jesus and the eyes of the child in front of us. And so I'm looking into the eyes of Jesus and the eyes of the child in front of me. And I, said, I asked my friend, look into the bag and pull out what's there. And there were beads in the bag. Unbelievable. It was just so wild because God cares about these things that it's not, you don't need beads. You don't right. have to have beads. You don't have to have chicken. You could just eat rice and, and karil and no beads. You could just take your stuffed dog home and be happy. But God the Father cares. Mm -hmm. And He made beads. And wants us to know Him as our provider. How have these miracles changed how Mozambicans see Jesus? They know He's real. Yeah. They know He's real. Hundreds and hundreds and thousands of syncretistic Muslims are getting saved every day. They, they hear the deaf here in the village and boom, the village hears. Wow. It's like we don't even uh, preach first. We just say, bring us the deaf. And then we, we bring in a deaf person and all these syncretistic Muslims, they're involved in everything. They just look, the deaf person hears, and then they just say, yes, we wow. want Jesus. And it happens week after week after week among the Makua, northern Mozambique. It's wild. God's just opening the ears of the people. You've written Compelled by Love, and it's really a book that talks about the Beatitudes, the significance of the Beatitudes. Why is it important to be poor in spirit? Who is poor in spirit, and what does God do when we are? <sighs> poor in spirit is becoming desperate, mm -hmm. uh, someone who's desperate, who's needy. Yeah. Are we needy? Westerners, people who have eight, nine houses, Stuff. can become poor in spirit. They can't. It's an attitude of the heart. It's, it's this place where you're saying, I'm desperate. I have to have God. I have to have fresh bread from heaven. Um, the, the literal poor need physical food. They need, they need physical water. And so you, you drill a well and they come running. You hand them food and they come running. But spiritual poverty of spirit is this place where you're so desperate for God and you're so laid low and you're so in need of Him and you don't have a, any backup plans that you just press in for Him and then kingdom shows up. Mm -hmm. So my desire is to stay poor and 
spirit. And as chaos surrounds us, and it really does, mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of people needing Everywhere. food and, yeah. and desperation and dying, it's like, God, I'm, I've never felt poorer in my life mm -hmm. in spirit. I've never needed you more than I do right this second. Is that your message to the Western Church, Heidi, when you come back to us and share it, your heart? It's really one of my main messages that and that fruitfulness flows from intimacy. Um, it, it, fruit in our life and a ministry, you know, it has to come from the secret place. And so in my desperation, in my poverty of spirit, I just, I just go in there and say, God, I have to have you. And I spend those hours soaking, worshiping, wanting my Jesus more and more that I would have an abundance of his love, of his fresh bread for any person anywhere. And the Western church, um, I don't, I don't want to sound offensive, but I, I had a vision of them often eating blue crumbs, mm. uh, stale bread, little crumbs when God had prepared a feast. An entire loaf. Yeah. And, and mm. he's saying, I want you to eat this fresh bread from heaven. Don't eat the little blue crumbs that mm -hmm. are from yesterday. I yeah. want you to eat fresh bread from my presence every day. That was Heidi Baker along with Terry Musen from the 700 Club. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under CBN Heidi Baker Intimacy for Miracles. You can also find out more information about Heidi at her website, irisglobal.org. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day. Happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless. <laughs>